is time for Apollos Watered, a podcast to saturate your faith with the things of God so that you might saturate your world with the good news of Jesus Christ. My name is Travis Michael Fleming, and I am your host. And today we have something very special in store for you. It is time for... That's our cue for cross-culturing. We talk about cross-culturing. We like to talk about how to develop relationships with people from different cultural backgrounds than our own. Why? Because our world is becoming more and more diverse. I don't care if you're in Nagpur, India. I don't care if you're in Timbuktu. I don't care if you're in Singapore or in Los Angeles or Champaign, Illinois. It is a diverse world that we live in, and inevitably, we're going to come into contact with people that look and sound different than our own. And I have found that many people don't like talking to people that look different than themselves. They make a lot of different assumptions about who they are, what they believe, or even if they speak English or not, and that is a shame because our culture is very diverse, and we have people that have been in our culture for hundreds of years from different cultural backgrounds than we have, and we cannot assume that everybody speaks and looks and sounds like us. And if we want to make disciples, if we want to see the how big God's kingdom is, then we need to build relationships with people that are different from ourselves. And that means taking a risk and putting ourselves out there and trying other people's food. It, there's something amazing that happens whenever you sit across from someone who is different than yourself. And I don't care what that means. It means if you're African-American and you're interacting with someone who's Hispanic, or if you're Asian and you're interacting with someone who is white, I, I, I don't care what culture you're in or what cultural background you come from. We all have a culture. And whenever it comes to food, that's part of the most personal things about who we are. Whether it's grandma's recipe or a cultural food that we grew up with that we have at holidays, whenever you sit across from someone and they try your food, you feel like your culture is on the line in some way. And you want that person to experience the joy that that food brings to you. So I want to give you some guidelines, some things that I've learned over the years whenever I try foods of different cultures so that it might be a smooth transition. I remember years ago, I was invited when I was in college to participate in a Filipino Bible study. I didn't know anything about the Philippines, and truth be told, and I say this to my shame, I thought that the book of Philippians and the Philippines was the same thing. I learned very quickly that they're two very different things and that I, the people I was interacting with were from the islands of the Philippines and not from the city of Philippi that the book of Philippians is addressed to. I'd never interacted with people from the Philippines before. I didn't know what to expect. I walked in the door with my, my mentor friend and quickly saw that I was the minority in this room. I'd never been into the home of someone who was Filipino. I was surprised at the smells. I was surprised at the foods and the culture and the photos on the wall. It was all different to me. Not that it was good or bad. It just was different. I'd grown up in a pretty sheltered area and didn't have a lot of cultural interaction. So I didn't know what these foods meant or how to try them or what what they would taste like. I, I thought that I wouldn't like them and, and I, I just didn't know what to do. And I didn't want to cause offense to anybody. However, 
we sat down to eat before we had our Bible study, and I had right in front of me all of these different foods that I'd never seen. I didn't know the names of them. I didn't know how they tasted, and I didn't even know where to begin or what to ask. So I asked a lot of questions, and I made a lot of mistakes as I went, and I hope that you can learn from my mistakes. And here are some things that I've learned. First of all, people want to share their culture. Whenever we're talking about food, people, that's one of the most personal things about who we are, and people do want you to try their food, and they will feel tremendously honored if you do. So don't shy away. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Just put yourself out there. Try it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. What does this taste like? What is it? How do you pronounce it? How do you spell it? Ask those kind of questions. What is that? I, I remember being asked, would you like some of this? And I said, well, what is it? And they said, it's cassava. And I said, I don't, what is cassava? What does, does that taste like? Is there something similar in my culture that I might be able to relate to or you think that I might know? See, these are just some of the questions that I ask. I also uh, I, I ask or get, it depends on how you're doing it. If you're walking up and it's buffet style, then you have the freedom to get a smaller portion so you can try it. And I'd recommend getting a few different things uh, and not get any one major thing right away because you don't know if you'll like it. And it's better to have one small helping that you don't eat rather than a large helping that you don't eat. So if you have the opportunity, then you should get a smaller portion. If they want to serve you still, ask for a smaller portion. Some will give it to you thinking that they know better, but smile and don't refuse it. Just smile and go your way and eat as much as you can, the best that you can. If for whatever reason, it is very repulsive to you, please don't spit it out force it down and take a drink. One of the most offensive things that you can do is just spit it out onto a napkin. If, if it really does cause you to gag, then I would encourage you to discreetly spit it into a napkin if you have no other choice, but don't say it's gross and don't make a judgment on it. If you can, to the best of your ability, push it down. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, I've had had this I've had this experience myself. When I was working with this group of Filipinos, I was trying some of their foods. Now I'm not a fish guy and I'm not a spice guy, and I don't like fish in any setting. And the Filipinos are fish people. I mean, it's an island country, so there's a lot of different fishes that they like to try, and they'll have the scales on it. And I would take a little bit if I if I felt I needed to do it, but I wouldn't eat very much. Um, but there was one dish that I could tell they really wanted me to try, and I was not brave enough to try it my first few times at this Bible study. It wasn't in, until maybe six or seven weeks in that I really got adventurous to try it. And it's a dish that's called balut. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this dish, but if you are not, allow me to explain it to you. It is a fertilized duck egg. Yes, a fertilized duck egg, and it is a delicacy in the Philippines. My Filipino hosts knew that this was not a normal thing for me. I got it out and I asked how to eat it. They showed me. They said, you, you crack the top. They took a spoon. They cracked the top of it. They peeled it away. They would actually drink the fluid. At least my host did. Drank the fluid that was in it, peeled away the layers. And then right there in front of me is this, the beak and the feathers and the bones of a duck. And it's, 
it, it, it's right in front of me. And I know some of you right now are saying, there's no way that I could do this. There's absolutely no way. Yes, you can. And so what I did was I smiled and they pulled out their cameras and started taking pictures. I took a small bite. It tasted like a hard boiled egg. Actually, if you get it and it's not too formed yet, and you don't know, of course, until you crack the top of the egg, it's not so bad. But it's, and the taste isn't bad no matter what. It's just the feeling of the beak and the feathers in my mouth. And it was hard, but I smiled. I took a lot of, drank a lot of water and they laughed. They thought it was so funny that I was this tall white guy trying their culture or something that they knew that probably wasn't normal for my culture. And I, I got it down. And that opened up doors. So many doors of ministry and relationship because they saw that I was willing to put myself out there and get to know who they are and to know their culture. And I, I found that wherever I go, whether I'm in India, whether it's been in Jordan or Egypt or whether it's in Uganda or Liberia, any, any country of the world, if you're willing to put yourself out there and try their food, they are going to love you. And sometimes it can be a little bit painful. I was at a buddy's house and there were a group of Karen there, uh, which are a, a, a tribe from the country of Burma, also called Myanmar. And my friend, who's a white guy, he thought it would be funny when my back was turned to take some of this Karen hot sauce and sprinkle my plate with it. And I had it and it felt like someone took gasoline and just sprayed my tongue with it and then lit it on fire. It was so hot and I was sweating and beads of sweat are just dripping off and I'm trying not to give offense. And my friend is rolling, laughing in the corner because he knows how hot it is. And I, he knows that I don't do well with hot food. And number two, he knows that this is insanely hot, even for people that like hot food. But I did my best, didn't you know throw it up, didn't spit it out. I smiled and ate and everyone was laughing because they knew that I, I'd had a joke that was pulled on me. So whenever you are trying different foods, there are some guidelines. First of all, take a risk. Don't be afraid of it. You actually might find that you might like it. Two, do ask questions about what it is and what it may taste like. Don't be afraid to do that. People will explain it and they know you're trying it for the first time. It's not going to cause offense. Three, do be willing to take a small portion, especially if it's a buffet style. Don't feel like you have to take a ton of it. If they offer it to you and they're dispensing it to you, then ask for a smaller portion. They might give you a larger one or they might laugh and tell you to come back for seconds. And then, you know, you can be the judge in that regard. And you just have to be able to read the situation. Uh, here's the next thing. Do be willing to taste it and smile doing it. I would recommend doing that even if you don't like it. Just smile um, because think about honoring them even if you don't like the food. Um, and they're going to be grateful that you're doing that. Five, don't make a judgment on the food and don't compare it to anything that is from your food family or your particular cuisine. Don't do that, at least not to them, um, in front of them. Don't, don't just say, oh, this is terrible or this tastes like chicken or don't, don't do that. I mean, you can if it's in the positive. Don't if it's in the negative. Don't say, oh, this is terrible. How can you people eat this? Don't, don't do that. That's highly offensive especially if it means a lot to that person. So smile and uh, do feel that you, I mean, do enjoy it as best as you can. And do give compliments. If, if it's something that you did enjoy, give compliments about it. If it's not, just say it was an experience in trying it. 
I'm not sure if it's the thing for me, but I can see why you like it. And it's an acquired taste, one that I'm going to have to work on and put it in the positive. And these are just some of the guidelines that I employ whenever I'm eating food and trying food from different cultures. Next time, we're going to talk about what it means to eat food when you're in a different culture. These are the rules that I have when I'm eating foods in my in this host culture, meaning that we're in America and I'm experiencing cultures that are different than my own. And these are some of the guidelines that I have. However, if I go to a different country, then I have a whole nother set of rules that I will share with us next time. If you like this episode, please share it with other people. Feel free to subscribe, uh, give us a review, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Apollos Watered and help us grow this ministry and let us know what you liked or didn't like because we want to help you saturate your world and we want to give you the tools necessary that will help you build relationships with people of different cultures. With that in mind, this is Travis Michael Fleming signing off from Apollos Watered. Stay watered, everybody. Da, 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 da.